Hey everybody, this is Jojo, one of the ones with a PhD for Geese Bumps. You might be wondering, where is Piano Lessons Can Be Murder? Will be murdered? We're going to murder the piano lessons. Look, the point is we didn't have time to record this episode this week. We don't have the ability to do podcasting as our job. So sadly, we just we weren't able to get it to work this week. And we apologize. We all have the book read. We just couldn't find any time in the past like week and a half to just sit down and do it. So in light of that, we're going to do a feed drop because we thought that would be a little fun. Um, in addition to doing uh, Geese Bumps, Jeff, Danielle, myself, and uh, another one of our friends, Emma, who is a stand-up comedian, we do a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast called The Rolls We Made. We're going to put out the first episode of the most recent arc we finished, which is titled Truth or Dare. You don't need to know too much going into, well, maybe you do actually need to know a bunch going into this show, but um, it's a comedy Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's really all you have to know. The basic premise of our campaign is uh, it's like Persona 5 in Dungeons and Dragons land with teenagers trying to solve problems after school. Danielle plays a character named Salt, who is a warlock with a familiar named Genuine. Emma plays a character named Ren, who is a bard, and Jeff plays a character named Hemlock, who is a rogue. And they are in the Home Ec Club, and they try to stop evil from destroying the town. And in Truth or Dare, that becomes pretty clear what they're dealing with right away. Um, so we're putting up the first episode of that arc. If you like it, you can listen to the whole arc. You can also go back and listen to all the episodes. They're all up there. They're not going anywhere. And we'll leave links to the episodes below um yeah that's pretty much it uh piano lessons can be murder is going to be out next week sorry for the delay uh and we hope you have a wonderful day um and if you like the roles we made obviously go um check it out on your podcatcher of choice uh because it's available everywhere podcasts can be found all right bye it's autumn the first day of school keen Kasher the newly elected student body president of Spring Willow Academy, stares angrily at the large portrait of herself on the landing of the grand central staircase in the foyer of her opulent home in the north part of town. She barely recognizes the portrait, and in fact wishes nothing more but to drag it back down to the basement as she did almost once a month, angering her parents who, like clockwork, would pull it back out the next night, leaving it in plain view of everyone who came to the house. Kean hated the idea that before people would speak to her, to know how amazing she was all on her own, they would be accosted by this vain portrait that to her did nothing more than drive home the idea that the only reason people liked her was she was young and rich. She had time before school. She grabbed the edges of the painting dragged it down the steps, through the foyer, living room, a guest room or two, and one of the servant corridors before she reached a long staircase into the cellar. She kicked open the wooden door with her heeled foot, pulled the painting into a corner, and then, turning her head to the left, she noticed that her parents had recently reorganized. The clean wooden shelves and boxes and trunks of clothes and knickknacks were separated out, moved to different spots, and there, in the middle of the room, was a table with a lacquered yellow box filled with odds and ends. Curious, Kean decided to scan through the box. What she found was nothing impressive. An old scarf, a monocle, 
a copper bell that was missing a handle. And then, near the bottom of the box, Kian found a pad of gilded yellow paper, elegant and refined. It was a packet of cardstock, most likely the kind of paper used for invitations for a grand party. Kian smiled when she saw it. It was quaint. She knew she had no use for guest paper. She knew that no one expected her to throw a party this year. Not Kian. Not the class president. Prim and proper. Always serious. Always down to business. Always in her own head. Always alone. Kian didn't know where the last phrase entered her mind from. She turned from the table, keeping the packet of cardstock in her hand, and ascended the staircase in silence. Somewhere in that basement, a figure clad in a bright orange robe floating off the ground smiles. It has been a few weeks since the adventure at the Mount uh, Helensky Lodge and Resort in Gersten's Readout. Uh, the three of you have returned back to what you would consider to be normal life. In terms of like things that have Ren, Ellen is hasn't woken up yet. Yeah. Um, she's oh, still thank you. at the Hey, you're welcome. She's still <laughs> there's been no like change negative or positive. She's just not woken up yet. Um okay. and you haven't seen as much of your father lately, obviously, because he's been He hasn't used his pickling set yet. He has. Yeah, I'm sure, okay, I'm sure cool. a couple of times um he <laughs> he has done that. But I could tell his heart wasn't in it. Heart wasn't in it. Hemlock, you've still been doing magic and and having a good old time. Still the king of the still the king of whatever dorm building you live in. Um, yeah, no, things are good for Hemlock, right? Things now. are good for Hemlock. Yeah, you're you're you you and Jelson have a thing going. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. You guys are like boyfriends I, or partners. We're, sorry, we're, we're we're leading up to it. I think. Okay. I don't want to. I wasn't. I could have just. There's some, there's some big sparks old, there. There's some sparks, but it's very like high school, like you know, little. We're kids, you know. We're just gonna like. Yeah. You are adolescent men. <laughs> Seventeen years old. We're we're gonna take it slow, but we're gonna get there. Don't worry. And Salt, your mom is still living at home. Whatever she came to town to do, it seems like she's still been doing it. Yes, you're not 100 percent sure what's been going on. Don't trust uh, that woman. It is a relatively early morning. We're, we're kind of starting in medias rest with you guys living your lives. For those of you who, I mean, everyone should have listened to the previous one if you're listening to this one. Um, the gang has uh, specific goals in mind. And so I've used those in order to kind of establish what's happening with you at the start of this uh, little adventure. Salt, uh, your goal was to find a way to get minions. That was what you said to me. Yep. The dungeon <laughs> yep. <laughs> Looking for minions. Looking for minions. Those little, those little yellow guys. Those little shits. <laughs> you are at Spring Willow Academy right now. It's what are you doing to pursue this goal of getting minions? Uh, okay. 
You so, sort of imagine you kind of have like, just tell me where you are in the school right now. What are you trying to yeah, do yeah, to yeah. get Minion? Yeah. So you said this is right before school. Right? Yeah. We'll say, we'll say like there's a floating amount of time between now and the first bell um, to kind of okay. like do something. So wherever the kids tend to congregate, you know, how like if congregate on the playground or in front of the school or whatever before school starts. So you right so you're in the closed quad right now. It's like an indoor quad. There's benches and people yeah. hanging out. Um but right now like kids are kind of just like they're they're doing the things that you would imagine kids would be doing at the start of school. They're kind of in little groups, chatting, sitting, you know. Some some of them are kind of drinking mugs of coffee or cocoa or whatever it is kids drink now. Monster. Are they playing pogs drinks. Um playing Fortnite on their phones. Ew. That's probably what happens in schools because yeah, people confirm that that's what kids do before class starts now. What they play Fortnite on their Must phones. On their you phone. play it on your phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got out. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so what are you what are you doing? What's your what's your goal to get minions? Okay, so I have disguised myself as a Fortnite character. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just gonna move around between group suss out the weak ones exactly i'm probing for weakness <laughs> you're probing for weakness what's the kind of weakness you're probing mental weakness emotional distress I'm looking for some subs yeah people... had sort of trauma recently <laughs> it's just me oh, it's over mom. the corner <laughs> i'm looking for people who might be outcast ish or uh, disgruntled by something or otherwise sort of at the fringe of a group. Those are... Are you looking for some QAnon followers? Yeah. Yes. I'm like, this sounds like Heaven's Gate shit. <laughs> I'm making the Kool-Aid. Looking across the quad, you see you see a couple of, you, I guess you would call like outcast kids, although it's not in terms of like, consistent players that we've been dealing with in, in Springwell Academy, you see Rexon sort of holding court with a few, like, I don't know, whatever <laughs> Springwillow's version of burnouts would be just kind of like over one side of the quad. And then you also see Lily. She's off kind of like working on something in a corner of the quad, like putting, like planting a tree or kind of watering a tree, but it's sort of weird because she doesn't need to be doing that. It's almost like she's just kind of doing it to do it. Crossing the quad, you see Halifax, and she is carrying a comical number of books, like <laughs> almost as tall as she is. Um, she's she's really got a lot of books in her hands. Gabrielle Union, so that's that's who. Oh, Halifax. cool! All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just little Gabrielle Union, purple and <laughs> tiefling, walking down the quad, and as she's going, you see that uh, Rexon. And his his burnout team are kind of uh, kind of like pointing over and sort of uh, sort of snickering, and now they're sort of making their way towards. She's walking across the center of the quad, um, mm -hmm. and Rexon and his cohorts are sort of uh, sort of making their way over towards her. Um, what do you want to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna step up next to Halifax and ask her if she needs help with her books. A very unsalt thing to do. But yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You don't know. She you won't be suspicious at all. <laughs> it's going to need to be a roll to see if you can get there before Rexon and, and his group get there. And you're going to need to roll plus athletic. Can't you just use, you. Uh, what's this, the spell you have? The 
I could, but I'd have to use a spell slot for it. Because, I mean, it's the first episode of a new arc. We're not going to do any boss fights. How did I get here? Oh, no. Oh, well. what? <laughs> I got a seven, so I guess I didn't get there in time. Inspiration. <laughs> well, you know what? I do have that luck thing now that I can mm. use. You do have luck now. That is something you have. <laughs> I think I shall use one of my lucks. Salt now has the skill Lucky, you have, which is which is sort of like the ability passed on by her deity. You have three luck points when you make an attack roll, an ability check or saving throw. You can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20. Um, you can choose to spend one after, it would be luck points after you roll, but before the outcome is determined. Uh, you choose which of the d20s is used for the attack roll, ability check or saving throw. Um, so basically you can just choose to effectively re-roll. So you got a seven, so go ahead and, and roll again. And and now you have only two luck points remaining. Okay. I have 13. Uh, 13. That will just do it. So um, yes. you kind of uh, you kind of run over <laughs> to Halifax. Uh, and she doesn't she doesn't see you immediately. Um, she is dressed in her spring willow uniform. She has holding up just her, the many, many books, and it kind of looks like she was not a hundred percent seeing where she was walking. She was sort of using peripheral vision to get by. Um, and there. and it, as you get closer, you notice that um, she's kind of also like clutching onto a book with her tail. So she's probably like Aww, very much overloaded. That's adorable. Um, Wait, who has a tail? Gabrielle Union. How, oh. Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. Um, and when you get close to her, she she looks at you and she's like, oh, hi, hi, hi Salt. Um, how's it going? It's going, you know, it's as good as it could be for a day at school. So uh, can I help you with those books? It looks like you got a lot. It looks very heavy. I'm oh. very strong. <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that you approached her is that you seem like the Steve Buscemi, like, hey, fellow kids. Hello, fellow, <laughs> fellow kids. I'm very strong. I am. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> like a Drew Barrymore here about... Looking for you that kiss, and you're actually 35. Oh my god, never been kissed. Okay, you have an issue. You're 37 <laughs> years old. I got 12 plus six. Okay, well, I guess you've convinced. Uh, <laughs> How strong did you convince Halifax you are? I'm about four books strong. Halifax goes. That would be a huge help. And then she she lowers um, the the stack of books she's carrying. Um, and. She kind of motions for you to take a couple of them, and then she also moves her tail over and drops one also on the stack. So now you're carrying, like, maybe a fourth of the books that she had. Um, and she, <laughs> she looks grateful. I'm helping. As she's walking forward, she sees uh, Rexon walking up with his, his group of uh, burnout-looking dudes. Um, aside from Rexon with his, uh, his, li his Liberty Spike-looking ass... <laughs> looking ass seriously there's a couple of just sort of like generic kids and then there's one kid who's just like he's just like a big boy no oh, a big boy and i've kind of established just... that like one of the things that he's just he's just big he's kind of just look and his like his coat is kind of open so you can see his undershirt like he looks like he's just trying to like sort of flaunt the rules of wearing a uniform Oh yeah. Uh, Rexon is wearing his normal school uniform, just with like a bunch of like he's got a big chain wallet. 
because that's <laughs> oh god that's sort of his that's sort of his vibe I'm remember that for when we fight him later. yeah that'll, weakness that's my one regret in life is letting him live yeah we should I, <laughs> yeah. I told you we should have left his ass yep. anyway uh, so Rexon and his cohorts come come up to the two of you it, it looks like they've kind of just like blocked the path like Halifax tries to move to the right and they kind of stop in front of her and then uh, Rexon goes he, he cracks his knuckles and he's like nerd tax pay up <laughs> <laughs> he cracks his knuckles and then the big one also cracks his knuckles but they they oh. crack much louderly which is impressive yeah. because oh. Rexon's a monk so he punches things this guy's much bigger <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were being accosted by school bullies Salt so what do you want to do oh man so use many. your pin call for help that's true I'm going to say that the two of you could not get to her in time wow <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason why so... y'all are busy right now Motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. I'll explain why. Also, Salt could take care of her own shit. That's true. That's true. Maybe. Do we know when she's a warlock? Yeah. Oh, we do. We, yeah. we fought with her in many a battle. Yeah, you guys know. The school doesn't know. Halifax knows. Uh, Halifax knows. Where's yeah. Genuine? Yeah. Get his ass out here. I'm going to use Thaumaturgy. Before you go on, did you know that you now have a feature called Dark One's Own Luck? What? No. Add D10 to an ability check or saving roll. Use once per rest. That's fucking sick. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. Like, you got it. I just just looked over and we were talking about how now you have luck powers. And, like, you literally do, like, as a part of your kit. That rules. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, Okay. So, what is at stake with me, like, disguising that I'm a warlock? What are what are the stakes of that? It's kind of like it's it's it would be sort of like revealing that like you are I, I don't know how this is like a fugitive. This should be a spout lore, but I think that salt you would just know this. Yeah, being a warlock effectively means like you only have your powers because you were an agent of some kind of deity for the most part. Like any deity who would want a warlock is typically pretty fucked up. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, so by virtue of the fact fair. that you are a warlock and I am fucked up. Yeah, you and you do fucked up shit and like yep. genuine doesn't typically warlocks the beings they're associated with are either very chaotic or very evil. Um right. very rare is a warlock who's like good. Um and even though like you technically speaking do good acts, your powers come from a being that's sort of like hey you know, like part of idea, okay. our deal is I need you to crash this bus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, yeah. so it's, it's, it's sort of like saying like, you're basically like, so you're saying like, I'm a time bomb. That's, that's basically what happens if you reveal that you're a warlock. Ah, notice that you've never uh, met another warlock. That's, that's why it's because like, it's sort of frowned upon. I thought I was special. No. No. Oh. <laughs> I thought, shut up. <laughs> no. That came in so fucking stern. It was like... I mean, you're special in the sense that, yes, you are a warlock, and, and there's there might very well not be another one. Basically, revealing a, that you're a warlock would be, like, quite a qu- quite a problem. Okay. So I'm going to use Thaumaturgy. Okay. And I'm going to use three of its effects, which you can do simultaneously. I am going to, one... Turn off all the lights. Make it suddenly pitch dark. Really? Okay. Pitch dark where you guys are? 
Yes. I'm going to, two, make my eyes glow red. Okay. And I'm going to, three, make the ground under Ruxin's feet shake. Oh. Okay. Bitch. Okay. I'm scared. So you're right? really I'm out there. So the area around you gets very dark, like like supernaturally dark. And I think uh I think as you start doing this, Halifax just kind of glances over. I think she kind of knows that you're casting a spell. <laughs> Rexon sort of notices like that there's kind of this unnatural sphere of darkness kind of appearing around you. Like no- normally it just causes flames to flicker and turn off stuff, but I think in this case I'll let it be like, okay. It's kind of a supernatural darkness is surrounding you. These are just tremors that can you feel the ground shaking and your eyes glowing red. Um, what do you do with that now? Uh, okay. <clears throat> That's a good question. I, uh... <laughs> I did not think this <laughs> did not anticipate that. I walk a little closer to Rexon, and I say in my most menacing voice, mm. Hey! Hey! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Rexon, it looks like You've triggered the demon in me. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Be very you like Rex is like, why am I horny right now? <laughs> Make an intimidation check. Okay. This is where you might want to pop out some <laughs> some extra juice on that one. Ooh, 18. Hell oh, yeah. Shit. Plus six. So that's a 24. Yeah. He's scared to shits himself. <laughs> I would I was gonna give you advantage. I don't think I need to. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... I think Rexon... You shits see, himself. You, he's kind of staring you down, and then you see him gulp. Yes, that's it's like... Because that's he shit himself. <laughs> that was, sorry, him, that was him pooping himself, yeah. <laughs> and he kind of steps... He kind of... Him and his... his he kind of parts, and then him and his gang part, too. And they kind of look at him sort of confused. Those... The, like, most of those effects, like, only he noticed... Yeah, um, yeah. So like they they kind of step away, and you okay. freaked them out. And I, Halifax, I have like, words. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. Can I have more words? Just a little more words. Yeah, you can, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Okay. 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 So you see, Rexon, the problem is that it's involuntary. It just happens when someone's about to be an asshole. So. My mental calculus put it together, and I think that you might be the one with assholery afoot. <laughs> so assholery afoot. Do you want to pull out your calculator, Rexon? <laughs> check that math. Whatever. You're not even worth our time. Come on, come on, gang. And then him and his gang of burnouts start uh, start walking away. Bye bye, coward. They're, they're, they walk off. They're kind of, and they do that thing as they're walking by people, like they shove someone's books down because <laughs> anyone who noticed, they need to show, like we're still we're still bullies. We're still um, tough. They keep going, and then uh, Halifax um, looks back and she's like, "I hate that guy." Mm, Thanks. Me too. Uh, I really owe you. I really owe you salt. Like I really, I really appreciate that. Oh, don't worry about it. It's nothing. And then salt. Um, as a, it looks like Halifax <laughs> is about to start saying something else. Uh, you hear a voice from someone right next to you, and the voice says, "Move!" And you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. You glance over and you see Kian, <laughs> young Jodie Foster, Maverick Jodie Foster. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh shit. She's one of my love interests now. now. I'm scared. <laughs> Maverick Jody Foster. Yeah. Like, oh, please. And then uh Halifax sees that it is Kean and she actually steps off the path like almost involuntarily. She's like, sorry, Kean. And then she's kind of staring you down, Salt, and she's like, out of my way. I'm sorry. That's not how you ask someone to move. Mm. So Are what we're going to do to now is have what's called a contested role. Ooh. Ooh. We sort of established that Kian is the, is the class president of Class 2B. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also the student council president. Um, she also lives on Maximus Mile. So the typical things that Salt has in her arsenal to intimidate people don't necessarily line up with Kian. So hmm. we're going to have to have you do mm-hmm. a little bit of a role to see if you can intimidate. Ooh. Oh, um, so fight, right. fight. This is fight. Pacifica <laughs> Northwest. Oh, no. No. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Um, so roll a D20 plus intimidation, and I will do the same. I got eight plus six. Okay. Number. Fourteen. Thank you. <laughs> Was that right? I think so. Yes. yes. Oh my God! I win the game. Turn Oof. it off. Took my <laughs> brain off. Hard. Pull the plug. Cut the power. Yeah, we're done. What did you, what did you get? Eight plus six, fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. We have to roll again. Inspiration. Okay. Did you look at the Inspiration. same thing? Oh, that was a three. Can't use my luck. I've still got two more. Uh, yeah. You can spend a luck to roll again. Oh, I do have that thing. Yeah. All right. That one's a 13 uh, plus six, 19. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now you only have one luck. Man, you're just burning through this luck. You don't know how hey, much day you I, have hey. I need it desperately. It's day one. <laughs> I am very bad at rolling. <laughs> it looks like Kian's about to say something else when the way I'm going to resolve this is uh, Halifax kind of like, I guess the only way to describe this is she runs interference for you and she says, um, uh, oh, oh no! Uh, uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go. So I'm gonna be late to class. We're, we're really sorry, Ken. And she kind of like grabs at your wrist with her tail and kind of like hugs you away. <laughs> cute. That's adorable. That is cute. But I, I still look over my shoulder and I do the like with my free hand. I do the two things poking at my eyes and then I point at her. You poke yourself in the eye and it hurts. And you go, <laughs> gun, and then you point at her. Shit. She doesn't That's move. She doesn't Indian. even like. She doesn't even look phased, and, and you walk away. But she, she you can kind of tell like she knew that you weren't gonna you, your bullshit, like oh, her bullshit didn't work on you. Um, but she also doesn't like flinch or anything. She just kind of keeps walking. This um, chick sounds hot. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, get get romance her so that I don't have to worry about. Halifax it. pulls you off to the uh, pulls you off to the side of the quad, and she's like, "Sorry, she's." She, I don't know what it's been, but ever since ever since we got back from break, she's been like spooky serious. I, I don't know what the heck's going on. Ew. But interesting. Yeah. Do you know what she did? Did she go somewhere over the break? No, I I don't know. I think maybe something happened at at her house, but maybe her Is this bitch a warlock? I will fucking kill her. I hate warlocks. Halifax <laughs> knows. She knows. <laughs> I'm just saying there's only room for one fucking warlock. I would be shocked if she was a warlock. Like, I don't I don't think she can do magic or anything. But I mean, okay. she's, able to sense she's just been like super intense. Yeah. I think it's because the year is winding down. Okay, so she can't do shit. She's just a dick. 
is what I'm getting. So this is pot calling kettle black over here. I can do shit, okay? I can fly. <laughs> I can fly. I can fly. You see, like, as Kian is walking, you see, like, um, she walks past, like, Rexon and his burnouts on the other side of the quad, and she kind of, like, stares at them, and they and they disperse more. I should have been walking around intimidating everybody. Why have I had to been doing it wrong? But Halifax says, uh, but anyway, thanks for, you know, thanks for making sure I didn't get in trouble out there. That, I need to be more careful Every walking time. through the quad with a bunch of books that someone could easily trip me and fall over. You'd think I'd know this by now. Oh, dang it. No, it's fine. It's fine. And you know what? Anytime. And then Anytime. the uh, and then the bell rings, and now it's time for you two to get to class. Assault, you gain a new resource that I'm going to call Greater Hold. And basically, in a situation Ooh. where you earn hold, you can choose uh-huh. to spend a greater hold, and you can just ask me a specific question. That's oh, nice. This is mm-hmm. sort of like if you spend this, it's still going to be contextualized, but you can just ask a very specific question and I'll just give you an answer. What did you get me for Christmas? I know. <laughs> we will now jump cut to another one of our main characters. This one, however, I think is going to be a little different. We're going to jump to you, Hemlock. Yeah, star wipe to me. So we star wipe to you. Um, this <laughs> oh, is happening. Nice. This is happening Stylish. concurrent to uh, Salt's little adventure in the quad. Hemlock, you have an appointment at the Springwell Academy Counselor's Office. Uh, Uh-oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One of your goals that you said was to sort of figure out what you were going to do after you were done with school. Who am I? The counseling office is in the administration office, which I believe is on the second floor. From, or no, it's on the first floor, like near the closed quad. It's by the water fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a map. <laughs> and you've just been kind of sitting in this waiting area for a couple of minutes. Um, there's a small table um, where there are some scrolls that people pick up and read, like the scrolls you'd have in like an office, like if you had to wait. Like highlights? For yeah, like like fantasy <laughs> highlights. You know, maybe maybe someone dropped off like a like a fantasy EGM magazine, so maybe you can read about the latest video games or something. Oh, sweet. Um, they, got, they got Werven Weekly. They have Werven <laughs> Weekly, yeah, which is a good one. It's about Werven's and Werven management. The Dragon's Digest. Dragon's Digest. <laughs> my yeah, favorite. You can, you can read about it. So, okay. Humor and Armor is my favorite section of Dragon's <laughs> Digest. You hear some talking by the door. The door pops open, and uh, just a student walks out. Uh, Thanks, Counselor Ginge. And then the person walks away. New person. Ginge. New character. We have to cast them. Yeah, who's it? Oh, it's Scaredy. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Gotcha. It's Scaredy Ginge. Yeah. Oh, Scaredy Ginge. A friend of JoJo has fun and beyond. Uh, Scaredy Ginge. I've cast her as Counselor Ginge. Um, looks like her late twenties. Um, she has basically like shoulder length, red hair, big eyes, and she looks like Scaredy Ginge, who you may know from Twitch. Uh, she <laughs> walks up <laughs> to the door. It looks like a, it all, it's kind of weird. It kind of looks like she's wearing almost like a bathrobe or a lab coat. Like it just looks really comfortable and made of velvet. Um, so it's sort of like the robes that, uh, you've seen Professor Lewent wear a few times whenever you encountered him. She kind of, uh, motions for you. So he's like, Hemlock Jones, are you here? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Perfect. What's, what's cracking? Come I'm on here. in. Okay. Um, and she motions for you to come into her uh, her office. Um, when you get into the office, you see that it is 
not necessarily bigger than it is on the inside, but she's kept it very spacious. Um, there's a lot of mm. posters of like motivational things, like of course. hang in there. Or and there's one that shows like a like a calendar. And the next day, it has like the picture of a star, and it's like the future's only a day away, like shit, like that. Oh, God. Um, God damn it! Her desk is covered with like equal amounts of stationery, but also like toys. Like she has a lot of fidget spinners and fidget. Does so she have that thing where it's like the? It's like that swirly looking thing that they have in doctor's offices and you like move the little pegs through it like a roller coaster. She has like a big one of those. Like it's on a small yes. a squat table like in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go play with it. Um, but she motions for you to have a seat and then she shuts the door and then she walks around the side of your desk and she says, all right, Hemlock Jones. And then she pulls up a scroll and kind of unrolls it on top of her desk from where you are across her desk and it looks to be like her school school record. This is my permanent record? This is your permanent record, yes. Oh, man. Um, mm. She keeps, she's kind of passed through and she's like, so, Mr. Jones, uh, why have you come to talk to me today? Uh, well, I'm a little bit directionless right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know because, you know, the, the year is going to end. I'm going to have to make some, some choices about what I want to do. And, and, you know, my family's not really nearby and, you know, I'm here at school staying in the, the dorm and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just some worried about what's going to happen once I don't have the structure of Spring Willow anymore. And I don't know what I should do or where I should focus. That is very scary. And I guess that is a scary time to be dealing with it, obviously. Also, my body's changing a bunch. <laughs> like, I've got new feelings. I got, like, hair. And look, you'll see it's blue and orange on top. It's a whole thing. I see the blue and orange, yes. That's, you know, <laughs> hey, everyone goes through. The face. curtains huh? match the drapes. <laughs> some interesting curtains. Where do I get that pattern? Interesting curtains. Is that how it works? Uh, I don't want to know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> It okay. is. I don't know, DM, you tell me. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. I can choose. Put Break open there. a Sharpie and use the ink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen it on YouTube. It works, I swear. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Counselor Jin, she kind of looks at your record. She goes, well, salt. Oh, salt. Sorry. Well, Hemlock. Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking. I was, I'm Offended. Off. Jeff left. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hemlock, it looks here like you're... Grades are fine. It looks like you haven't gotten any real trouble. Although Which is so I, surprising. I don't know how my grades are fine. Well, they're they're they're, they're like C's get degrees, my man. Um, okay, sweet. <laughs> C's get degrees. I'm going to throw a word out, and if you don't believe in this word, I understand. Seems like you're a little bit uh, coasting. Would that be fair to say? Are you coasting? I don't know if I'd say, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm, co well, I guess I could say I have to be coasting because if I'm, if I'm making the grade and I could tell you through the number of months that I recall, uh, here in Spring Willow, it's, it seems like it's been pretty intense, but I guess I haven't had to worry about my grades and I've still been doing okay, I guess. Well, it's not just your grades. Like I'm looking here also at extracurriculars and it says that you're in the home economics club, but other yeah. than that. I mean, I mean, I've got a lot of like outside of school things that I do that aren't necessarily like related to like what? Uh, I'd rather keep. I know what it's personal. It's um. <laughs> <laughs> let's just. I mean, t you've seen the things that have been happening in town. It's kind of hard to like take on extra stress. He's a naughty dancer. I pop up from under the. <laughs> Get out of here. I mean, I, yeah, I guess, I guess you could say I, I'm coasting. I, I don't know if I'm coasting because I'm not trying, or I just don't know 
what to focus on. Well, I can say that if you, I mean, we've got a couple of months left. I mean, you haven't put in any applications to any, you know, higher universities to continue your studies, which is not uncommon. Lots of students uh, tend to sort of flounder at this point, trying to figure I, out. I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh Using some words here that are... She's kicking your ass. ...really kind of hurt my feelings. Well, you didn't come here for placation. You came here for guidance. So I'm providing you some guidance. Here's the guidance. Mm -hmm. Right now, you have a good chance to kind of do anything. And it sounds like you're kind of suffering from a little bit of mm, decision paralysis. Being too good at everything. I get it. (laughs) Your words. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) (laughs) How about this? And she hands you, uh, she reaches into her, her, her desk and opens it. And she pulls out like, like a clutched pile of pamphlets, like a bunch. Of them. Oh, God. And she kind of lays them out in front of you. And what's curious is these pamphlets, they aren't like, I'm calling them pamphlets just because like that's what Hemlock would have thought they were when he looked at them. They all look like folded up like parchment with a symbol on every single one of them, uh, like combinations of simple geometric shapes. One of them is a, is a circle with uh, like a diamond in it. One of them is like a square with three smaller squares inside of it. So it kind of looks like a cube in a cube or a couple of cubes in a single cube. Um, one of them is a circle with like a, like a triangle in it. And actually I want you to make a, uh, I want you to make a, an intelligence check, right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, 11 plus what's my intelligence? Do I have anything? Uh, plus two. So 13. You feel like you've seen one of these symbols before, but you actually. I know what a circle is. <laughs> but but you don't you don't exactly remember where. Like you just know you feel Shit. like you've you've seen one of these symbols on these pamphlets before. Like in our adventures as of as so yeah. far. Yeah. Okay. Um over the course of your adventures you feel like maybe you've seen one of the symbols on these parchments. Um mm. but you don't you don't know exactly which one, you just have this sense of like deja vu that you've seen one before. Jin says, um, there are a lot of institutions of higher learning, higher education that would be more than happy to take someone on. There's also a lot of different, you know, orders of study and I mean, she kinda glances you up and down and she says Militaries, but that doesn't really seem to be your bag. Um, nope. No, definitely, definitely not. That's that's fair. What's important though is you just need to kind of pick something. That's all you have to do: pick something and commit. But what if it's wrong? That's life. <laughs> Here, she kind of pushes them forward, and she's like, "Take a chance. Pick one of these." <laughs> this is gambling with my life, Jesus. Hey. If the problem is not being able to make a choice, making a choice is the way to solve it. This is making real life me very anxious right now. No. <laughs> um, she's provided you just, yeah, just a, a series of, of pamphlets with geometric shapes on them. There's no other information on the pamphlets. It's just the shape. Nope. Just the wow. shape. Wow. Okay. Uh, how many are there? I'm going to say there's like 10. Oh, dang them. <laughs> All right. I mean, it doesn't even really... Am I going to choose one right now? Is that what's happening? I don't know. All I've done is I presented you the pamphlets. Okay. I'd like to... Can I, can I take these with me, Counselor Ginge? She says, hmm. I'd like to think about it. And then she goes, no. And she takes the pamphlets and she piles them back up together. 
Oh. And then she opens up her drawer and she puts them back in and she shuts it. Hemlock. What the key to having a direction is to pick a direction. Tell you what. She she uh, she writes she takes a little card and she writes down something and she's like, um, take this to the librarian. It's a series of personality tests, things that can help you sort of figure yourself out a little more. And then when you come back, maybe we can talk about what you really feel like doing. Okay. And she goes, and hey, and she reaches down and she pulls out this big lollipop in the shape of a cat's head. <laughs> and she's like, do you want a lolly? It's a catty pop. I do. You take the lolly. It's delicious. <laughs> 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 the bell rings. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> so you're going to be in class with this big fucking lollipop. Nice. Yeah, everyone's going to be jealous of me, I know. Everyone will be jealous. <laughs> and now we are going to go to everyone's favorite bard. Um, so, Ren, you are not actually at school right now. You are um, uh, basically you say like, at the hospital. <laughs> oh, no. You are at the hospital. Yeah. Oh, no. But you are not visiting your mom right now oh um just am i a candy striper do you know what those are they're high school kids who volunteer at the hospital yeah Yeah. no you are not a candy striper damn yeah but that was that's a good poll thanks uh no i got it from the oc yeah you're not a candy striper um (laughs) you are at dr helen's office um, where she provided you, like, in, in a way to kind of help you s- figure out how you're feeling about things. Um, she gave you a, a book of stories on the, what is effectively the first bard. Yes. Uh, named Throd Flute Knife. You guys have, you, you have met with Dr. Helen, like, several times over the course of, like, these couple of months since, since that happened. And so, like, I guess my, my question is sort of, like, how has that been going? Like, how have your sessions with Dr. Helen been going? How, did you did you actually, did you read through, like, all of the books? Yes. Okay. I did read through the book. Okay. Um, <laughs> then here's the other question. Did you find it helpful or not? <clears throat> you can kind of just I say think, generally whether or not you think Ren would have found this this book helpful. I think she would have found it helpful. Okay. With all, all the issues she was struggling with with her hero-ness. <laughs> Okay. You are in Dr. Helen's office. You are sitting on the couch and uh, Dr. Helen is sitting on the chair next to you. This is one of those sessions where Dr. Helen has asked you to kind of like, she's placed like a couple of, a couple of like different things for you to like interact with, like to basically like explore and figure out ways to talk about like how you're feeling. Um, so there's like ink blots, there's like photos, there's, um, well, not like photos, but like, you know, pictures, drawings, mm-hmm. I guess. I keep forgetting that there's not like what technology <laughs> does and doesn't exist in our Dungeons and Dragons adventure because we have fucking cars, but like, um, and obviously your uh, lemonade or whatever it is you choose to drink. I think it was water with lemon. Um, mm-hmm. which is almost a lemonade. It's two-thirds lemonade. It's cleansing. And obviously, like, there's the big book of, of Throd Flute Knife stories. Dr. Helen is watching you, like, basically use one of these things. So wh- which one d- is the one that Ren would have been messing with? I'm going to go with the ink blots. I know, it's kind of cliche. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is what's tricky, right? Is because this is a fully audio medium and also, like... Emma and I are not in the same room. So yeah. I can't really like <laughs> hold up ink blots for, for uh, Ren to look just at. Just 
Just paint me a picture, Joe. Just paint me a picture. If you tell her what it looks like, it defeats the purpose of her telling you what it looks like. <laughs> What's it look like? <laughs> Here's an ink blot that looks kind of like a butterfly. What does Ren see? <laughs> can I can I take it back? Can we rewind and I pick the book instead? God, I would love that. Um, <laughs> it's like a like a leather bound, like reddish tinted book. You're flipping through, and you uh, basically picked a story of one of Throd's adventures that you wanted to kind of like discuss with uh, Dr. Helen. And actually like Ren would know the story, but I'm going to need you to roll spout lore to see which one you actually pick. So this would be just plus, um, plus wisdom. Okay. My wisdom's what fucking nothing. <laughs> I think, or maybe I think, Oh yeah. Plus nothing. Oh. It's 11. Okay. <laughs> A two. Oh, no. We're starting out this arc hot. (laughs) You pick a particular passage that you wanted to talk with Dr. Helen about. And one of the things about his story is it kind of begins with with tragedy. The the basic legend is Throd lived in a small village in Skaladin. And then one day, somebody he really cared about died in a very, like... It wasn't heroic. It wasn't like, it's more like one of those, one of those ways when someone dies, when it's sort of just like stupid. I can't believe this person died in this way. That's, I mean, this is the example I think of like slipping on the stairs in the garage, you know? Oh, Oh, like in, uh, (laughs) like in that Rick and Morty episode where he plays the game. Yeah. Yeah. So the end of the end of, uh, of, uh, Roy, when he falls off the ladder. And just like at, dies from at falling. The carpet but, yeah, and he dies. And that's the end of the game. God. Anticlimactic. Very anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> and Ren, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Ren actually like, you, you tell me, who was this person to Throd? Was it, a, was it like, was it like a parent? Was it a friend? Was it a, a loved one? Like actual someone they were intimate with? Does this going to determine who dies in my life? <laughs> it was someone he- I'm saying like the re- part of the reason why Dr. Helen gave you this book is there's there's obvious parallels between you and Throd Flutknife in the sense that you have also undergone some pretty significant tragedy with a friend and a parent maybe not necessarily yeah. a loved one but that's that's two of three which is something <laughs> I'm gonna say it was a parent okay um that someone died. Okay. Um, mother. <laughs> it was apparent that someone. God damn it. Um, I'm going to say father. So you're talking about how um, Throd's. You wanted to bring up the story of basically what, what kind of kicked off the adventures of Throd Flute Knife, which was his father died in just an anticlimactic pick your Roy ending, and that's the one he got. Um, <laughs> and Helen hears you sort of like sort of recounting the story. Um, my thinking is that like Ren would, would Ren actually say like, she kind of sees this as sort of a story that kind of matches her situation. Yeah. Okay. Parallel. Um, mm. Make another, make another spout lore roll. With wisdom. Yes. 10. That's sort of neutral. So oh, cool. the way that Throd's story kind of goes, um, he travels across the islands of Skaladin to kind of adventure, to kind of like bring bring his father back to life to talk to them. Hmm. 
it, it, you're thinking that maybe Dr. Helen has like multiple volumes of this book because you do, like there's a lot of adventures. Thrawn does a lot of cool shit um, in order to kind of enact this plan of kind of like bringing his father back to talk to him. Um, so uh, you don't actually know how his story ultimately resolves. Um, the, the book just kind of ends with one of his more just a, just another adventure he goes on. And uh, Dr. Helen says, um, well, you tell me, Ren. Why do you think Thrawn was, it was so important for him to talk to his father again? Why was it so important to him? Yeah. Maybe the last time they spoke wasn't very, wasn't on great terms. And he wanted better closure. Hmm. Wanted better closure. Emma, are you crying in real I life? I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I was watching a lot of Pixar this weekend, okay? <laughs> a lot of Pixar movies. Oh, beep. Sorry. Dr. Helen, did, did we describe what Dr. Helen looks like? Did we compare her to an actress yet? I don't think, I don't we, think did. we did. I think we forgot the therapist. I would have picked Lauren Graham. That would have been who I picked. Ooh, let's switch. Okay. But so. could she not have Lorelai's personality? Oh, of course not. No, she's a therapist. Because that's um, too fucking bad. Yeah. She's going to talk really fast. That is your therapist? Jesus, that would be rough. Would, yeah, that would be that ridiculous. Yeah, because she's got her shit together, huh? <laughs> I would say the Lauren Graham from Parenthood, but they're really the same character. Really? She has that same manic Are you thinking coffee energy. Lauren, Lauren Graham from original Gilmore series or the Netflix revival when she's older? Was she different? Uh, she was about I mean, the same. Vibes, she's about the same, but I'm just thinking about like age wise. She wasn't as quick. Yeah, she was a little bit more like, she was a little bit more chilled out. Yeah, just yeah. A, yeah, I want a long, little longer in the tooth. Hey, that same yeah. stretch of road is a little longer than it yeah. used to be, huh? Finally settled down with Luke. We all just wanted it to happen. All we wanted. Seven years and then many years after. (laughs) It's all Stars Hollow wanted, you know? Anyways, back to my sash. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Lauren Graham, uh, Dr. Helen, um, she she says that's just a part of of life, honestly. I mean, you never really know when the last time you're going to say something to someone, but that's... I guess I can see why this would be hitting you particularly hard right now. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> she she kind of, she smiles actually when you do this. Cause I actually think this isn't the first time you've razzed her about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what? I'm in a therapist's office. However, did I get here? Uh. Um, uh. Dr. Helen, she kind of leans in um, and she, she puts her hands on her, on like she, she, cro- she puts her, arms on her knees like she's trying to like let's get real you know let's get serious oh, did she turn her chair around she did not yeah. it's a very big heavy chair and she loves that goof but she's not one to do <laughs> Dr. Helen says um, Ren mm. <laughs> Renifer Renifer <laughs> <laughs> what if Ren had like a really elaborate name <laughs> Renleficent, Releficent, Renleficent. Well, I, I think we said Ren was like Nebanese for wrench or something like that. Yeah, that's um, what it was. <laughs> yeah. Wrench. Um, is humor typically the first place you go when you want to say something? Yeah, I'd say it is. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever felt that maybe that was... A defense? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. 
big fucking breakthroughs happening making right breakthroughs. now. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about my own life too. Oh. <laughs> She's not talking in character. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Dr. Helen um, leans back and she says, people know you as a, your life of the party. You're funny. Everyone wants you around, but correct. Right now you're in a situation where you just want to be able to talk to someone who for the most part kind of just sees you goofing. I mean, right now that's, that's where things are. Can't really come back in and say something. And I bet you sort of wish it would have been nice if you had said something a little more honest, a little more straightforward, a little more, and she kind of just taps her chest like from the heart, but she doesn't actually say that. Mm-hmm. How does Ren react to that? I look off into the middle distance, <laughs> realizing she's correct. <laughs> and then I go, yeah, I think you're right. The um, cloud moves overhead and overcasts <laughs> the room. I Charlie Brown out of the room. <laughs> I make a fart noise to break tension. Yes. Well, actually, do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think I think she I think she actually really laughs kind of hard at that. She's like, <laughs> "Nice, that's funny." Um, I'm sorry. I just I don't know why it's so hard for me to be real. Well, because being real is scary. I mean, that's mm. that's literally you saying I'm going to make sure that no matter what, I don't have a way out of how I'm feeling right now. I'm going to just be vulnerable. Being vulnerable is scary, Ren, and I think that's actually if you will permit me to say, yes, I feel as if your humor is a very, very strong defense from feeling vulnerable. But if you're not vulnerable around anybody, what's the good in it? Sometimes it's good to be vulnerable in front of the people you love. I mean, that's why they're around. So you could be that person, at least some of the time. Mm-hmm. Me in the background. I only like you because you're funny. There's <laughs> that, Ren. Tell us a joke. Do a joke. Do a trick, clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this hits me where I live. <laughs> Helen, uh, Dr. Helen stands up and um, she. Wait, is my doctor's name's Helen and my mom's name's Helen? Oh, it's really making it rough. Your mother's first name is Ellen. Oh, Ellen. Yeah. Oof, I forgot because she's been gone for so long. <laughs> um, if you want, you can if you want, we can have you talk like like Dr. Helen has gotten comfortable enough that you can call her by her first name. Um, her name is Isaiah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm, nice. She gets up and she uh she walks over to like um the big the big s- case of books that she has in her office and she's kind of thumbing through a bunch of them. And she pulls out uh, another thick, heavy volume, um, and she kind of flips through it a little bit, and it looks like she's trying to like look something up, and then she shuts it, and she puts it back, and she um, turns back to you, and she goes, um, listen, Ren, I, I know this is, this is going to be a tough thing, but maybe it would be helpful if in a safe way you were honest with the people in your life. Tell them how you feel. Tell them your your fears and your and your doubts and what's really going on with you. Because maybe going forward, you would never have that feeling of if only I had said something different. You know? Oof. 
And then I think I do. And then unless he's going to kill soon. <laughs> Ren, you hear the distant bell of Spring Willow Academy. Oh, oh school. And then as uh, Isaiah goes, um, so you, I already wrote you a note, so you're you're good. Um, oh, sweet. To what time? <laughs> <laughs> She she looks at the she she walks over and she writes up. She's like, well, it only takes five minutes to get over there, but uh, she 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 kind of crosses out the the time. <laughs> she's like, like I think uh, I think you I think if you had a free morning, that might be pretty much the best. Yeah, I'm emotionally compromised. So. Yeah, I'm compromised. <laughs> I'm seeing. I'm seeing. I gotta get some Tim Hortons white now. Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> Large. So I'm in the, I'm in like the hospital. Hospital. Yeah. You. Uh, you Can I go you peek walk. over and look at my mom longingly through her window? No, no. no. I, I think that that's just that was always part of the plan. I think that you you you're sort of doing these morning sessions so you can like um so you so you do have a chance to like visit your mom before you go before you go to school basically i'm sure that you visit her every morning regardless because the hospital is yes. near the school but i think in this context like you just have extra time today um you leave dr helen's office and as you are leaving um you see that someone is in the waiting room it looks like that they are waiting for uh dr helen um next hmm. um who is it or is that confidential uh you don't know who this person is um huh. they are a young woman about i'm gonna say about maybe 17 or 18 mm-hmm. um they have they, they're wearing what uh what we would call sort of like uh punk rocky sort of makeup Okay. Um, she has like uh, <laughs> she has like black lipstick and like black eyeliner, and she has like a lot of like her like I think her ears are very slightly gauged. Uh, I haven't actually decided who this who's who's playing this person. I'm gonna have to kind of pick through. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to, gonna have to cast this person soon. Um, but uh, she she has about um, shoulder length hair that's almost done like it, it almost looks like it was it was supposed to be like a bob. Like, like she was trying to have like like a classic hairstyle that she kind of just like slightly fucked up to be a little frizzy. <coughs> She's wearing like like a leather jacket, um, like a Spring Willow Academy skirt and like fishnets with a bunch of runs in them. Like she's kind of like, sort of not giving a fuck. She's reading something. And as you walk out, she looks up at you. I don't think she says anything. I think she just kind of just kind of makes eye contact with you for a little bit. Is this your potential? I girl? feel electricity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, and as soon as you say hi, um, Isaiah comes up and she's like, uh, next. And then um, the the girl who was sitting there puts down her, her paper and she stands up. And um, she's about, she's, she's a little taller than you. Ooh. I can respect that. But not, but not by much. And she goes, um, well, bye. And then she walks oh. into the, the, and then the office I, and the door shuts. I go, later days. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> um, so we're going we're gonna to jump cut forward a little bit to lunchtime. 
Um, it is now lunch Ooh, at lunchtime. Academy. Um, and the three of you uh, have sort of reconvened together, which I would imagine is on the roof. Y'all eat lunch oh, on the yeah, roof? Yeah, always. Yeah, the yeah. roof is like our spot, yo. Yeah, so We've you, made it our spot. You kind of meet back up, and uh, I think this is the first time y'all have seen each other today. So how does how does that look? What do y'all say to one another when you see each other for the first time? <sighs> mm-hmm. the nerds. What's up? Okay. Oh, oh we're, we're doing that? Okay. We're doing Fuck that. <laughs> we're doing that. <laughs> yeah, we're doing all right. So what's going on? What's the haps with everybody? How's everybody feeling? How's everyone's feelings? You know, Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. I feel irritated. I feel wronged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel slighted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I feel an arch nemesis upon me. Oh. Ooh. Expand. Yes. Her, her name is... Uh, it's Kian. It's Kian. Yeah, you don't have to oh. They know who Kian is. The class president chick. Yeah, that one. Didn't you have a weird thing with her? What? When, <laughs> no, I mean, you were looking for Dell and you went to the office and she was like, what do you want, Hemlock? I mean, Hasn't she always kind of been a She's, she's a bit. A dick. Yeah, she's a bit. Um, what's the word? A huge asshole. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, she's as, got soon it, she's as, you, as soon as you say that, Hemlock, <laughs> you hear someone go, well, then maybe I won't give you this. And then, oh, oh no. You turn to see who it is, and it is Kian. And she Uh-oh. is kind of being flanked by a few girls and boys. It looks like they're members of maybe a student council, but you're not 100% sure. Mm. Um, minions. She's got minions. She's got minions. I was going to give you one of these. Well, but you know what? It really doesn't matter whether I wanted to give it to you or not. I'll just let it decide. Um, she hands out what look to be three envelopes. And she holds the first one out to you, Ren. Okay. Thank you. I will take this <laughs> and I will show my appreciation. <laughs> even though I don't know what the fuck it is. Thank you. And as soon as you touch it, feel it's like a it is just like an envelope, but as soon as your hand touches it, you actually feel the paper start to open on its own. Yeah. You guys, there's cool. magic in these papers. <laughs> um it didn't ask for consent. The paper oh. um flips open and it reveals a piece of fine cardstock with a gilding around the side, gold gilded edges. And you see words start to suddenly appear on the card itself. Um, You're next. (laughs) (laughs) You're next. Like this makes me feel afraid. (laughs) Good use of the word feel. Two Renificent (laughs) Stephens. I like it. Um, okay, who told, first of all? <laughs> you are cordially invited to the celebration of the 18th birthday of Key and Kajer at her residence, and then it gives her the address uh, on this day, and it's only like, it's like I think the next night. Um, really? The next night, it's a little late notice. First of all, that's very rude. You only give the leftovers. And then underneath it, it says... <laughs> Food, games, fun, and surprises. And then beneath that, you see, um, well, you see several things, actually. Okay. You see, like, 
Can they see it too? Yes. Like she's can. not giving him the invitation, but they kind of just huddle around me. Well, 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 we'll get to that. So like, um, so it shows at the center, it shows what looks to be like a big tent, almost like a big top tent. Um, mm-hmm. And to the left of that, it shows the only way I could describe it is like a midway. Like it looks like a, like a carnival or something like that. Like there's a big wheel and it looks to be like smaller tents and things and then on the right it looks like like this is like a small almost like a wireframe drawing like someone quickly sketched it um of like a like a big feast and there's like a stage where someone's performing and what's fascinating about this invitation is like they're all moving and it almost seems like you can almost feel like there should be sound coming from it from how they're moving fucking harry potter shit (laughs) (laughs) beep 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 Um, and then then, um, she goes well Great. I guess, uh, well, you're invited. And she actually, like, you you sort of see, like, weirdly enough, Ren, you're good at reading people. Like, you can see she kind of warms up to you a little bit. She's like, I look forward to having you come to my party. And then she hands hands one to you, Hemlock. Do you take it? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I take it. I take it. And the same thing happens. Ah! (laughs) Do you scream like that? (laughs) Dear... And then Hemlock's first name that no one gets to see, um, Jones. Uh, she knows my first name. The invitation does. Um, mm-hmm. You are cordially invited to blah blah and blah. You see the same thing, and it has the date and everything like that. You have an invitation. She's like, I well, I haven't, I haven't RSVP'd yet. I, th- does she seem like she's warming up to him too? Yes. Okay, it's actually this, very this noticeable. Seems... It's almost, it's almost like mm-hmm. a switch has gone off. Like this is a good person, almost. And then she hands one Uh-oh. to you, Salt, and she's like. Let's see. I'm sorry. What? Take it. Okay. Maybe I will do what I want in my own time. So I take it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I wanted to, not because because I wanted wanted to. to. And I open it. (laughs) Salt. (laughs) Hold on. That's not up to you. Oh, shit. What? Salt, you reach out to touch this piece of paper. Uh-oh. And it recoils at your touch. You cannot actually. Oh. oh. And she says, uh, well, well, the one person who I was sure would get to go doesn't get to go. And then she puts the the, the envelope back in her pocket. Why? Oh. All right. First of all, you're being real weird. Second of all. <laughs> you're being real weird. I'm being real weird. <laughs> this, this from you? I mean, do you hear yourself talk like 90% of this podcast? Is this Doom Patrol? <laughs> this is Doom Patrol. <laughs> First of all, I'm just glad to see that you finally joined the circus as you've oh. been well equipped to Me do. Me and Hemlock are just like, oh, check, please. Oh. <laughs> Second of all, that looks pretty lame. I mean, how old are we now? Uh... 18? I don't know, Salt. Did you see the invitation? It moved and shit. (laughs) (laughs) That seems pretty cool. (laughs) We're very easily impressed by this. King goes, if you would like to RSVP, you need only tell the invitation and then you can come. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I mean, I hate to say it, but my parents kind of went all out for this for the celebration so please come except for you salt you don't get to go 
wait, 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 wait. We don't go anywhere without salt. Yeah. Do we get a plus one? Yeah. Can we have a plus one? Because if salt can't go, then I'm. Tell you what. She she hands you she hands you uh, Ren another one of the invitations and she says, "You can have a plus one. Just give that to someone who you think should get to go." Okay. It does not work on salt. <laughs> you know that's immediately what you're gonna try. Salt. <laughs> oh, you did, did you see my wink? How did you? <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. And and then the other the other uh, all the all the student council kids they're like yeah yeah a lot of fun yeah. Uh, wait a second. Yeah. All right. Okay. We wait. We wait till she's out of here. Yeah, I wish like no, she's not behind me. <laughs> she's going around doing the same thing to lots of people. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah, know yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. special. Yeah. yeah. Can you uh, excuse me, DM? We need to have a conversation. Just want to have a little table talk. Uh, yeah. 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 You guys. She was acting pretty fucking strange, and yeah. her weird little minions mm-hmm. were acting strange. So no weird shit. I'm seeing visions we go of that to the other park. guy. Oh, wait, before, Every- okay, yeah. now before you say that, Ren, I, I need you to kind of her her weird behavior. The only one who has a context for that is Salt right now. But she just told us about it right before she walked up. Which be weird. But you didn't. It, 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 from your perspective, all that happened was she came up and just invited you to her birthday. Okay. All right. So we guys. don't. So we, here's the deal. So we can't be like she's weird. Yeah. She's being fucking weird. Oh, salt. Well, salt. Now you're just sounding yeah. crazy. Salt. You would okay. say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> she has a group of minions. Okay. You mean the student council? They were all voted officials. None of them are minions. Let's double check this. Salt. Are you anti-minion? Are you anti-democracy? If given the opportunity. If given the opportunity for minions, Salt, you would turn down some minions? Hemlock, did I say I did not want minions? Where did I say that? Well, I just, you're, okay. you're, you're really Wanted. criticizing somebody for having minions over here. It's yeah, little... because I should have minions. What? <laughs> that's me that's shit, that's shit, y'all. Wait, that's not a counter argument. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but she's also talking to me and Hemlock <laughs> Jones, so... <laughs> We're like, yeah. <laughs> All this checks out. So we can go to the party. I guess you and I can go to the party. Yeah, you but guys listen, have fun. Okay, well, first of all, Salt, you already said you didn't want to go. Yeah. That's right. Were I you just trying to play it cool? I don't need to go to the circus. I'm I take adult. Salt's hand <laughs> and I go, listen, you need to start being more vulnerable with people. Also, oh, my yes. God. <laughs> what has happened? Salt, what is happening? I want to ask, have you ever been invited to a party before salt that's a really good question of course i have no 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 we don't get to just say that what you need to roll for it has salt i have to roll for party well she party hop have to party that last episode i party roll anthem right now party roll (laughs) anthem here we go 19 19 let me see. I don't no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you have you have um, been invited to a few parties recently as a result of like your your spike in popularity. The parties that you have not you have been invited to thus far have not been by anyone who lives on Maximus Mile. So, but what I'm saying is like the 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 invitation Salt would know this. The invitations that they got were like fucking choice like (laughs) if it's from kian you haven't been invited to a party like this oh oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. 
Okay. This ain't okay. no kegger. This ain't okay. no kegger. This ain't no kegger. Right. This is a legit, like, this is legit. You gotta have a you have to have a coat to get to this. And just and ju- yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun on a bun for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what if okay, so she's inviting like everyone at school, right? Yes. You live on the same road. What if we try and just sneak you in yeah. through the back? Just oh, crash. I was planning on it. Look at oh. I, I don't know if I if I have to tell you, but you have magic. You could probably crash this shindig. Yeah, dumbass. I was gonna. Okay, you know what? Now I don't even want to invite you to my birthday party. Yeah. I will come anyway. Because you can't stop me. <laughs> That's accurate, I think. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have now set the stage for what this adventure will entail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Shenanigans. Um, and actually, uh, on that note, you guys are kind of you guys are kind of talking with with Salt about like we're gonna get you in somehow. That that was sort of the gist. And Salt, you're you're hearing your friends speak to you. Am I? You were at first. It's basically right after Ren said we're gonna sneak you in. You see, one second it's not there, and then it is. Walking up towards your table, a bit taller than you remember actually, a combination creature that looks to be like a cross between a horse and a velociraptor with long talon claws. Y'all two can't see it. Only Salt can see it. It walks up. I'm wondering where your ass was. And then you get to hear the following booming, wonderful voice. Yeah, I've been a little busy for a while, but here's the thing, Salt. You have to get into this part. May I inquire as to why? Next time on The Rolls We Make. <laughs> <laughs>